0: This is Adam Francis, and you're listening to the Equipped Indoor Podcast on the E2E Radio Network. Stand by for a great show. All right, guys, we're back for another episode of the Equipped Indoor Podcast. Episode, what is this, 415? 315? I can't remember, Robbie. Where are we at?
1: Again, I have no clue. (laughs) Uh, I told y'all, it's Podcast 3-19-15.
0: I think it really is uh, Podcast uh, 315.
1: Oh, it Where just don't know me that I even got the date wrong.
0: Oh, four, it's 4-15. It's 4-15. <laughs> uh, the last podcast we pushed out, I, I put the wrong date. Oh, and I just deleted it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, wow, that, uh,
2: that was actually a pretty good podcast.
0: It was. I just hey, I, hey, I literally just deleted it from uh, from uh, the website by accident. Hit hey, the undo button. Yeah, yes that's going to be that's going to be a pain in the butt to get back for paul get
1: refresh <laughs> on your computer and i and i've actually changed the podcast date
0: now to match the well we're we have been a hot mess haven't we
1: yeah
0: um, I and am so between between dan going nuts getting ready for blade show Robbie is moving and trying to find a new vehicle and i am uh, doing five or six different things in regards to, to business operations the the website is having um, some issues because uh, YouTube has changed their API. So, so guys, if you're E2E members, all the premium videos we're putting on the forum section right now until we can get the new API stuff flushed out on the flushed out whatever the, the word I'm looking for is on the website. So I do apologize for that. Content's still there; it's just not in the video section like it should be. Okay, so what are you guys up to? How's everyone doing? I am freaking the hell out. Really? Yeah. do you have like a dream about spiders or something? Uh, pretty close. Uh, I, have, I mean, I spider. Like spider. Aren't anybody ever have any like nightmares about spiders? Or just me? I don't even really like dislike spiders that much. It's like you know, little creepy crawlies. I don't know. Yeah, it, <laughs> I just, yeah we don't man, I'm just messing with time you. Time for that. I'm just messing with you, man. Go ahead. Talk about um, you. Talk about I your I a knife dream problem. Of standing
2: at blade show with an empty table. When my my wife giving me a disapproving stare because I can't get enough finished. Hey, <laughs> you
1: know, last. Uh, few, yeah. No matter what they come up to buy, tell them, "Yeah, we we just sold out of those a
0: few minutes ago." <laughs> well, that's not going to work now, Robbie. Every all five of our listeners are going to know that now. Yeah, what's yeah. it going to cost for me to have you edit that out? <laughs> $1, 000, 000, forty thousand dollars, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh. <laughs> I you about the other night. Oh man, go yeah. ahead, go ahead. Last year, I
3: just
2: quit doing orders i just i just stopped and focused entirely on blade show
3: mm-hmm.
2: but you know i'm i'm so far behind on getting orders out that i just can't do that this year yeah so i've been trying to do orders and build up for blade show at the same time yeah and uh guys if you want a dogwood you might want to get there friday afternoon maybe saturday morning
0: i mean how many uh, blades do you think you're going to have um based on last year
2: I need about 47 to break even on the show. Okay. And
0: uh, I'm a little worried about getting 47 knives. Well, it sounds like you need some live fire to sell at the booth.
2: Yeah, well, I was going to ask you, uh, especially since you're coming. Uh, I was also, uh, depending on how quickly, if you've got a drop or anything, I uh, I was going to put my slave labor to work uh, making lanyards.
0: Right, okay, we
2: can make that happen. So I'd uh, I'd buy your drop from you and then... I can make uh, I can make my little savages uh, tie lanyards. Hey man, That's what they need to do. They need to work.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, yes. I mean, I'll, I'll be fair. I'll pay them what you know, like fifteen cents a piece for them.
0: Yeah. Um, that that makes me want to get into a whole other discussion. Just talking about savages. And we're referring to children. I hope you guys realize out there. Like, These guys are talking about savages. What is that? Who are you calling a savage?
2: It's so um, easy a
1: caveman can do it.
2: Yeah, anybody that's met my children would understand why I
0: refer to them You're, as you, Well, first off, Dan, You're your crazy. children are, yeah, no, they're, <laughs> they're like super well-behaved. Like all the other parents probably hate you, you know. Kid's always showing off that no good Dan Eastland. His well-behaved children. Who the hell does he think he is? Am I right, Robbie?
1: Absolutely. His kid's table manners at home destroy my kids table manners at a really nice restaurant when i've threatened them for 30 minutes in the damn parking lot about what i will do with it to them if they make embarrass me
0: yeah that's right well see i've got girls right.
1: i've got right. all girls so my
0: girls are my girls are pretty good but i will tell you dan if i had boys they wouldn't be as well behaved as your boys they probably wouldn't live very long either I think that's why. Uh, that's, I think Dave, that's why God gave me three girls and and no boys. Well, the,
2: the first three I had weren't nearly as well
1: behaved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got I've got a son, Adam, and every I mean, it's always the same crap. Look, the bread they bring and set in the center of the table—that's not just for you, okay? Everybody at the table has rights to that.
0: Yeah, my my only boy is Ace. Hey, buddy.
2: I do have to. Uh... I was pretty proud of them. We went to uh, our favorite restaurant up here closed a little while ago. Yeah. Uh, the pass. So we, we, uh, is that, is that the take... one that,
0: is that the one that you took me to? You
2: no. Tried one oh Ivy. man. Oh, that I might as well have taken you to McDonald's by comparing those two
0: restaurants. Are you serious? Yeah. That that was a nice restaurant, Dan.
2: Yeah, it was. Yeah. And I mean, it was, it was nice, but not like the, not like the pass. Um, I know this is going to shock you. The the chef there was also a charcuterie. Uh, yeah, not shocked. But uh, so we took the boys. We couldn't get a center. We had a table, so we took the boys. And uh, Beth and I really wanted to do the tasting menu, but uh, because of the way uh, they try to serve, it's either everybody's got to do a tasting menu or nobody does.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, I I was proud of both boys. They kind of there was some pretty odd stuff on the menu, and they both said, "All right." We'll give it a try. Come at me, bro. Yeah. You know and and the, the chef actually came out and said, I heard there are kids out here, but I had to see. And sure enough, you know, Jackson's over there with fargois and toast points going, no, it's pretty good. Thank God the chef had left because Jackson goes, well, it's kind of like Vienna sausage.
0: Nice.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what, Adam? Yeah, Dan's, Dan's in these fancy ass restaurants, trying to he, he all concerned whether his sons are eating with the right fork or not. And in the same place, I'd be worried that my kid was eating with his feet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dan, Dan, Dan.
1: Hey, talking about food and all that, Dan. What is this coffee I'm drinking? Uh, that is it's called, from you. So yeah,
2: it's called Bucks Blend. It mm-hmm. is a custom blend from a local coffee house.
0: Wonderful, by the way. Thank you. Let me, let me tell you, I've, I've discovered the best coffee in the world, and nobody's going to tell me any different. And it is the Dunkin' Donuts Dark Roast that, that comes in a bag nowadays. You know, it's. And, and I want you to know, like I, I mean, you guys probably know this. I'm sure Dan does, that That actually Dunkin' Donuts for a chain buys the most exp- expensive coffee beans. Yeah. Uh, as far as Starbucks the buys the cheapest coffee
1: goes, as far Starbucks as the, buys the cheapest goes. Dunkin' Donuts is a really good cup of coffee compared to, you know, compared to other donut shops and and you know Starbucks and all that. Dunkin' Donuts is a
0: good cup of coffee. Well, Starbucks uh, it is the cheapest, nastiest, ex-brand coffee. It's just how they package it up and fool people to think that it's good.
1: But I, I personally think Kona coffee
0: from Hawaii is
1: possibly the best coffee.
2: Really? I would counter that the best coffee is the cup that somebody else made for me.
1: That could, <laughs> that could especially if I'm in a camp, if, if yeah. it's made when I get up.
0: You know, I've gone to, uh, you know, all black coffee here for a couple of years. You know, like, I like it like like my women, dark and bitter. Right. And um, it's, uh, yeah, that Dunkin' is dark roast. Love it. That makes me want to go get some right now. Hold on. Let me go. I'm going to take a swig of that. So. Anybody
1: go. else out there listening who has ever tried some really dark black coffee made very strong and it was a tad bit too you know they can't they like the flavor but they don't like the bitter in case anybody doesn't know um when you're making the coffee when you put the grounds in you can sprinkle it with some coarse salt and it will help take out some of the bitter out of the finished product. I like the bitter, man. I like bitter, like dark chocolate, like bitter beer too. I do. See, I like bitter
2: beer. You and Beth both, man. She likes both her coffee and her wine to burn as it goes down.
0: I, I don't. Yeah, yeah, me too. I, I like a nice, nice robust wine. I'm not a. I think they call it a super taster. Um, and I remember we did, we did one of those tests in biology class or something in college where like you put that like ink or something on your tongue. You know what I'm talking about, Dan? And then like, you can see your taste buds.
2: You know, um.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I've heard something about uh,
2: like the percentage of taste yeah. buds in a a given area.
0: Yeah, I I eat really hot, spicy foods. It doesn't bother me. You know, uh, I like I like bitter. Uh, some people I think they can't taste. What is it some? Can't they? Some people don't taste bitter the same the same way. Mm-hmm. I can't remember all the It's been so long. Well, it's like cilantro. There's
2: actually a genetic marker that some people uh, uh some people taste cilantro and it tastes proper, and some people taste it and it tastes like soap
0: i I love cilantro so I'm not one of and, those people and there's actually a genetic marker for it what is I the like stuff it. that's in that's in like fa or whatever it tastes like black licorice like the first time you eat it and then it never uh, tastes fennel? that way yeah fennel, fennel? yeah yeah I, like I I can't ex- it's the weirdest thing like you take the first time you taste it and then like I don't ta- I never tasted it the same way ever ever since Man, you ever love... had fennel tea I have not I have not. I'd be interested to give it a try.
2: I would like to roast fennel bulbs with a little uh, orange juice and honey.
0: I think I um, had
1: that at your house.
0: Uh, I think you did. It was good. Did you, you yeah. eat it with some fava beans and a nice Chianti?
1: No, he just kept <laughs> dropping the bucket and asking me to pour put lotion on.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> put it in the basket. Not there, Robbie, not there. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: Why does
1: he keep rubbing that same spot? <laughs>
0: Oh man, we're bad. Um, uh, but uh,
2: he kept making eye contact while he did it.
0: That makes it so awkward, doesn't it? <laughs> God, yeah, when did was we, when we?
1: prisoner ever.
2: When
0: did we get to this? This you know sad conversation piece. Jeez. Right, anyway, guys, well, let's let's with move you on. Asked me
2: how I was doing.
0: But yeah, that's, oh, there, this is true. There you go. You went. There's where you there's went. There's the wrong. there's the errors in my way.
2: Oh, I do have a. I am going to brag a little
0: bit. Go for it. Because that's that's totally on you. No, I I kept waiting (laughs) for you to say something nice about me, and you never did. (laughs) Enough about me. Let's talk about me.
2: (laughs) Uh, If anybody does not currently have the new issue of uh, Knives Illustrated, they should run right out and get it. Do yourself a favor. Yep. Go pick one up. Complete your life. You don't want to be the one guy that doesn't have the story about Dan Eastland and Dogwood Custom Knives and Knives Illustrated this year, this month. Um, Why is that? Uh, Joshua, I always slaughter his last name, uh, Swanson. Yeah. You know, um, I met him while we were down uh, for uh, the Bushcraft Global trip in the Amazon. Mm-hmm. And um, we started hanging out, and it turns out that he is now writing a series for Knives Illustrated on up-and-coming knife makers. Mm-hmm. And uh, he uh, he wrote a little piece on dogwood this uh, for this issue. I want I,
0: I want to make a, I want to make a funny joke about this, Dan. I might have to go back and edit it. Is it probably because you said, "Hey, where's Josh?" So he owes you. <laughs> uh, I don't think you should edit it. I think it's like, and I think you
1: should send a link to Josh.
0: Oh man. And, you know, the funny thing is everybody listening is like, what are they talking about? And you'll never know. You'll never figure it out.
2: No, so. I think that's obscure enough that we can leave it in.
0: Yeah, I think it, so, it too. It might make a few people uncomfortable, but I think we're good with that. I think, you know what? I think they need to own it, you know? <laughs> I, I mean, Rob- Robbie's my witness. I've owned all my my major screw-ups. I might have been, you know, red-faced embarrassed, but later I laugh about him. Right, Robbie?
1: Yeah, you laugh a little while. After a while, you get mad about it because we keep bringing it up and— Pointed yeah. out at family functions, and well,
2: yeah, doesn't get that we're trying to help him. We're, a hey, laces
0: eight laces eight. were in. Hey, right? <laughs> the laces we're in, all right. The laces we're in. All right, all right. So uh, moving on, Robbie. What's going on with you, man? What's what's uh, new in your world?
1: Trying trying to hold it between the ditches at the minute, man. Uh, the process of buying the new log cabin, which I, I have to say, you know, uh, for the first time in my life, I'll actually have a dedicated building, not just a not just a place, but a dedicated building, um, dog kennel. Which I'm excited.
0: I'm excited about that. Should be awesome.
2: You can tell uh, Robbie's excited about the house cause it already has a name.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. What's the name, Robbie? The
2: log cabin. He just said oh. it. Wait, oh. you weren't paying attention man. Well,
0: he, I, I, I think he was just describing, you know. Yeah. That's the style of home,
1: but yeah. Okay. But it, it can be the name if you need it, it to be Dan.
2: By God, it's the name now.
1: If that's hey, if that's what allows you to be able to put it in your GPS and get there, that's fine with me. Jeez. Um, that, mm-hmm. as you alluded to earlier, Adam, the hailstorm uh, a few weeks ago completely total lost my Hummer.
0: Oh man, I'm so sorry, dude. And uh, I'm
1: borrowing a vehicle at the moment to save. I, I kind of
0: feel like Batman lost the Batmobile.
1: I'm just gonna no, go ahead and put that out I there. Felt. That's no. how I felt. That's how I felt. Uh, to save the rental vehicle cost, though, mm-hmm. uh, because my wife will not let me go buy a new vehicle mm-hmm. until after we close on the house. Uh, she's like, uh, just the worst Catholic nun or or Nazi, uh, you know, concentration camp. I, I, I'm wow. sho- I'm almost shocked. You Those made the jump from
0: huh? yeah. You made the jump from Catholic nun to Nazi pretty quick. Pretty quick. So
2: I, I, I think Robbie might have gone to parochial school for a while. No, I know, right? Look.
0: Hopefully, we have a very secular listener base that wouldn't be offended by that. Like, like oh, yeah, that I'm, not, makes sense. I'm yeah, not.
2: let's
1: give him Robbie's email address.
2: I'm
1: not. Uh, I'm I'm not in any way related to anything Nazi. So all I know about it is what I see on TV, and I've never been Catholic. So everything I know about it is what I see on TV. Like the
3: black, yeah, if you don't like the way I classify them,
1: yeah. If you don't like the way I classify argue at Hollywood. That's right. Uh, uh, all I know is the nuns I see on TV, and they ne- – except for Hogan's Heroes, they never make the Nazi war camps look nice. I, I, guess, heroes, I
0: guess I guess the uniforms can be very similar. Yeah. Um,
1: but she has been really dogmatic about, uh, you know, I can't screw with my credit until the close on the house type thing. So I went from driving a Hummer to borrowing my dad's gas saver car, mm-hmm. which is a Suzuki Rios. So I went from a Hummer to driving something that would have fit in my Hummer. Quite literally. Li- yeah. Uh, there are times when I get disgusted driving it and I just stop and put it in my pocket and walk down the side of the road for a little while and, until I get, you know, get ready <laughs> to have, drive it some more. I have this image of
2: Robbie with his knees out by his ears and rowdy hanging half out of the car going. Well, I can't, I came over, I came over to
0: hang out with Robbie. He said, Hey, did you, you want me to drive? I said, okay, I've been driving all day. And I just sat on the top of the, on the top of the vehicle. You uh, know, it was like one of those, it was like one of those uh, drugstore pop a quarter in This
1: vehicle is so small and underpowered. The air conditioner does not work unless you're moving. If you stop, the air conditioner stops.
0: Are you serious? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: And, and going from you the You keep Hummer expecting to 10 or 15 clowns to come out of it. Which, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's orange too. <laughs> oh man it, it is orange um, nice. nice, but you know it, it has made me do some soul searching because i realized you know a few years ago this would have been a nice car to me uh-huh and, and now i'm all whiny and pouty faced about
0: you know what that uh, means right welcome uh, to the dark uh, side rob yeah you've been hanging out with dan eastland too long <laughs> got all uppity <laughs>
1: Yeah, the the valet gave me funny looks whenever I passed him the
0: keys. Yeah. yeah last time, you know, when his assistant, you know, uh, picked you up from the airport. You know, it was all it was all done, all downhill from there. That
2: wasn't uh, my assistant. I just got a car service for him. OK, <laughs> yeah, that was
0: my driver, man.
1: That wasn't uh, his assistant. That was his driver. He would never let that guy handle his personal affairs. But
0: well, who was the guy that when we went camping, he like had the tent all set up for you and, you know, stood out there with a little apron draped over his arm. And he was, was a nice, he was a nice was, guy. Yeah. yeah. Jeeves is a sweet man. Uh,
2: Jeeves, Jeeves family has been working with for my family for generations. Oh people. my
1: gosh.
0: <laughs> you know, a nice, nice fake uh, British accent too. I had to say. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Is that
1: on. what it was? I thought he was just drunk. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, all right, so Blade Show's is coming up. It'll be here before we know it. Uh, you know, I'm excited. Actually, just the wife and I are be heading down there. Knock out a couple of E2E things. Maybe do a little live fire work on the side. Hanging out with Dan and uh, the family down there, and uh, we're gonna miss you, Robbie. But you know what? You, you have more important you have more important fish to fry right now, so that's that's understandable. Right.
2: Hey, when hey. we go see Chef Mus, we will be sure to think if about
1: you. If you send me you. pictures, I will freaking kill you. <laughs> I am so I'm I'm more upset about the the missing the dinner than I am the Blade Show. I, well, I really am.
0: I I, I will say though we are driving there. We are not getting another cab. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Did yeah. we talk about that on the podcast last time? About yeah, Lake? we did. <clears throat> oh I oh man, that was most crazy shady
2: cab ride I've ever had in my life.
0: Yeah. For those of you guys hey. just joining us. So this cab ride, this cab took a good, I don't know, 120 minutes to show up. Um wasn't that bad, but yeah, it was. And it the was,
2: drug dealer oh, driving.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the drug dealer pimp. <laughs> yeah, the drug dealer pimp with their underage sex traffic daughter that was sitting in the center facing us of the the uh, van. Um, like there was like a, you know, the two driver, the driver passenger seat and like the center console had been removed and she's sitting there. With her back against the dashboard, looking at us, on her phone, and the mom, and uh, it was clear that this was not his daughter. Even yeah. though uh, there was you know. no family resemblance whatsoever. No, no. Yeah, yeah. There was some, a lot of, a lot of, yes. a lot of genetic differences.
2: And they and were. You guys, my favorite was that he was an hour late picking us up because he had to take the family out to get ice cream. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and, and you guys are are so harsh on the dead, lifeless stare of that. Uh, Child sex worker sitting in in, in between the seats, staring at us. But I don't think you guys fully can appreciate how much uh, how much she brought to that ride. That that cold, boring into my soul stare that she gave was the only thing that kept me distracted from the ickiness of the inside (laughs) of that van. (laughs) So that I didn't, like, have an OCD freak out that I was getting some kind of third world disease from the fabric of that vehicle.
2: You know, I'm used to the floor being sticky, but when the seat was sticky. Yeah, it it was The air was sticky. And and the whole time I'm sitting there thinking, all right, when this goes down, do I push Beth down in a way to open up a lane of fire for Adam? Or do I cut the inside of the guy's wrist and pull him back so Robbie can deal with him?
1: You know what? <laughs> we should have known when it showed up late, and when the door opened up, and and the cloud of ganja smoke come out, and the last uh, customer, the last John from the cab driver's wife got out, it should have been a sign.
0: Yeah. Oh man, it was it was bad. And another you know funny thing is, it's like we're not really exaggerating that much. No. no. It was it was like, it. but at That's this it. point, we were so tired. And, you know, just, you know, these shows, they're not, they're not easy. Uh, you the know, first you, two
1: hours are fun.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, when you get and and, and that's just a setup and walking around, right, Robbie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: After two hours, you're pretty much like, I don't give a crap. I just want to drink something alcoholic and sit in a coma in a corner somewhere.
2: Oh, wait a minute. Now that, uh, now that my booth assistant and the laborer aren't coming, I'm not even looking forward to the first two hours. i got to set all that stuff up by myself. Oh, that's right.
1: Dan can't walk around and talk to people and occasionally come by and go, now assemble this this way. Do you understand <laughs> that? Yes. Okay. I've got to run to the truck for something. I'll be back in a minute.
2: Why are you struggling with slot A and tab B?
1: Uh Dan, Dan, Dan. Oh, uh, on the, the the talking about the, the uh, ghetto blaster cab we were in um <laughs> made me think of this i don't know why but you know i, I just mentioned that i'm gonna have to go vehicle shopping yeah i've decided i'm gonna get a pickup and put like a a shell on the back uh-huh. and build like a sleeping platform uh car camping setup in there but i want to do it where it's removable so i can still use my pickup yeah. um when i don't need that so if any of our listeners have any experience. with with like building sleep platforms in the back of the truck or or you know putting in setups like that uh you know send us some send us some info give us a call send us emails whatever uh just if you have ideas on it that you've ever wanted to do that and you already have a plan if you if you had the chance what you would do send me that information too. look in any kind of info on it just to just to uh see what kind of neat project we can make out of that
2: I got some I've I had a similar idea a while back and I got some great ideas looking in the uh, the boat industry.
1: Very very good place to look. Hmm. I'm thinking the boat industry and this new craze of these tiny houses. Oh yeah. B- between the two ought to be able to get a good bunch of good design information. Oh, between oh,
2: those I two. You like that whole... A hot tub, a sink, a, bur- a stove, a sauna,
0: you know, I, I kind of like those, uh, I wouldn't mind if Pam and I were talking the other day about, you know, getting a, getting a, a motor home or something. And, and I know like a lot of folks, you go through that whole motor home phase or families do, but like that, that is what, you know, my grandparents have had one ever since I was born. I mean, they've, they've literally had one since the seventies and, uh, that was pretty much every family vacation. We went down to ocean city, we had a motor home. They've got a spot that they have a, one of those hundred year leases on down in Florida. Yeah. Um, And, uh, yeah, that's, that's how we, that's how we went on vacation. And, uh, you know, I've, I've thought about getting one of those and the the technology nowadays, it's crazy with these things, but they're, they're pricey, man. You're talking about like a small house payment, um, for one of the big ones, like one of those buses or whatever, but, you know, talking to Pam, one of those small, like pop-up ones, that wouldn't be bad. That wouldn't be bad. I don't know. Dan, do you have any experience owning one of those or, uh? Uh, very little.
2: Uh, one of the hunting camps that we went to when I was a kid, um, people used pop-ups instead of building a shed. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had one for a little while, but, uh, no, I, I've, I've always kind of liked the idea of the little teardrop, like 1940s tow-behind yeah. trailer. Yeah. And you don't actually sleep in it. It's your kitchen and everything.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So you pull out a, and some of the tents nowadays, it might as well be a house. Yeah, so you pull a big tent out, set it up with some cots, and then the trailer is your your hard side kitchen and maybe a bathroom.
0: And Robin, we kind of talked about this too uh, privately. I kind of got to the point. I don't know if it's just getting older or or just you know, it's the teardown, the build up time that just gets to be like, ah, oh, I don't want to do this again.
3: <laughs> I know yeah. that sounds
0: I know that sounds horrible, but like having something <laughs> and, and you made some really good points when we were talking the other day. Just having something that you can that you can easily, you know, throw everything in, walk away, you know, th- get back in your vehicle, head home, and if you when you get home, you'll you'll deal with it when you want to deal with it. It's not like you got to get home and, and un- undo everything and unpack everything, you know. Just break it break it down. At just some our- point, good. Okay. At some point, you've set up
2: enough camps in life that the process isn't really. There was a point in my life where trying to figure out how I was going to set everything up and what was going to be the best way to do it was really fun. Mm -hmm. But I've now done it enough times that it's not really fun anymore. Yeah. Um,
1: I just want to point out for any listeners that were thinking about sending in comments or statements or anything, I do not have Adam Francis' kind of lifestyle. (laughs) Uh, I will not be having a a, trying to build a motorhome with yeah. a shower and all I'm talking like a single bunk in the back of a pickup with a little aisle with a five gallon bucket mm-hmm. and a toilet seat on top of it, uh, you know, as an emergency porta potty type thing.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm I think That's could, what he that's Robbie, what he acts are, that's what he
0: acts like, folks.
1: Whatever. I think Robbie Whatever.
2: and I are both in the mindset of I just got to campsite to the campsite at ten o'clock on Friday night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just need somewhere to lay down.
1: Yeah. that's, that's <laughs> uh I do not want to get this stupid dog out of the back of this truck in the rain and try to set up a tent and then try to go to sleep in it with a wet dog.
2: Hey, You yeah. know, you could always go the route of like uh, one of the Econo line uh, stripped out work type uh, vans. Yeah. You know you
0: do- yeah, actually, something like I think that. you showed me one of those buses, those old like nineteen sixties buses, Robbie. Or maybe Dan, maybe you you showed me that. Yeah, the but short bus
1: kind of destroy me using it as a pickup in Monday. That Friday. is true.
0: That is true. Man, if guys can carry
2: four or five rolls of carpet in the back of one of those things, you can figure out a way to use it as a pickup, Robbie. We
0: That's had this old this old guy at the job that that he refurbished some kind of van. It wasn't I don't know what making model it was, but it was almost like a American VW bus. It wasn't a VW, but he had that thing decked out on the inside, like little little kitchenette, little sink. But it was like it was the size of a normal one of those. Not a fifteen. It was smaller than a fifteen pasture van, but it, it was about that size, you know. Um, but it, it was nice, man. It had all, well, you know. That's that. what he. That's what he drove to work, and when he, we were doing doubles or whatnot. He'd go drop his equipment off. They'd lock up his, his weapon, and he'd go in his van in the parking lot, nice shitty spot, and go to bed. And he'd get back up, run inside the gym, take a shower, and be ready to go back to work. One of my requirements
1: is four-wheel drive because some of the camping I
0: like to do is on
1: the beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and just you can't get out there without four-wheel drive. Yeah, uh, good point. You know.
2: I'm suddenly getting the image of slinging a couple of hammocks on the inside of a, uh, a van. Mm-hmm. Maybe You know, put some nice, uh, maybe a little lift, get a, I'm sure you can get a four wheel drive van, a little lift, some, uh, all-terrain tires. There you go. Maybe a little Mad Max on the grill. Well,
1: Well, Dan, I was telling Adam about a place I want us to go, uh, do a trip to possibly this summer or next fall, whenever, uh, that's on our outer banks, barrier islands off North Carolina. Yep. That, uh, all that. Yeah, if we had the four-wheel drive vehicles to get out there, it would be definitely secluded camping on the beach, fishing every day, you know, just coconut-scented sunscreen oil and and a lot of beer.
2: (laughs) You know why I like coconuts? Why is that? Here we go. Because when I crack them up open, they smell like ladies lying in the sun. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Anyway. (laughs) <laughs> we're moving that's on. a song lyric. Oh, double extra uh double points to anybody
0: that knows which uh which band or song oh is it yep oh i thought it was just corny corny whatever yeah have to tell me no. offline who it is yeah i had no idea uh, they are um, not of your genre adam so okay. what do we
1: got now listener question yeah videos uh, uh
0: well i do want to talk about the battle box what did you guys think of that Dude, I wouldn't. I
1: don't think I'm as big a fan on that as you were. Real
0: dude? There's. I will tell you, man. Not for nothing. There's something that it was super fun about getting that battle box in so the
1: mail. Tell me, tell me how much that battle box package that you sh- reviewed in the video? Mm-hmm. How much would that have cost if you purchased it?
0: Uh, actually, it. We had a couple people go on Amazon, and it was almost two hundred bucks. So there was definitely there was definitely some savings in regards to it. No. Oh yeah.
1: No, I calculated it up.
0: Well, where and did you go? A hundred
1: and forty dollars worth of stuff. In where that. Where did you
0: calculate it up at?
1: What do you mean? Where did I calculate? Did you go? Did you go to at? Amazon? Uh, combin Yeah, combination of Amazon and any product that I couldn't find on Amazon. Of course, I found it wherever I could. But yeah, a, a person could get that that box for a whole lot less. Than the cost of buying that, the
0: contents of that box for less. So, money. so how, how much? did you? How much did you? You find it for?
1: I, I don't remember. I think it was like if you added up everything that was in the box, mm-hmm. it came up to about 150 dollars value.
0: Well, it's only one hundred forty nine dollars for the battle box. Hold on, just a second. And that doesn't count shipping. Well, well from, Adam, from multiple he different, he's going to change this
1: answer, so he'll be right. Just hold on, on just a second. <laughs> it's not n- no, but I, I'm going to fully explain why I don't like the battle box. If you
3: didn't but come up we, with it, no. <laughs> go ahead, Robbie. Uh, yeah. If
1: you if you only consider the items in the box that are not garbage, mm-hmm. the price goes way down. Um, well, I mean, I, I don't need a floating key fob with advertising gear. Uh, battle box. Yeah, I hear you.
0: But well, you're not. You you're know, not. You're not kind going of
1: to. What price value are you putting on this stuff?
0: You're not going to buy. You're not going to buy that just to find a a good deal. You're paying for a service, you know. And 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 on on some level of it, it is. If
1: you're that guy, I guess, you deserve to get screwed over.
0: <laughs> oh man! Wow, man!
1: If, if you're going and buying an outdoor gear and you don't need outdoor gear,
0: I don't. I don't think that. I don't closer, think that's the. I
1: hope you get ripped off.
0: I don't think that's the goal. I think it's a service for for. First off, I think it's a great gift service. You know, if you have a if you have a guy that's interested in stuff like this and you don't know what to get them. I think that, that that's – I'll tell you right now. Ask
1: him. He knows what knife if, he wants. If you don't, he don't know what yeah,
0: – He you doesn't know,
1: need you to send him another Spyderco he didn't want Adam, so that he can put it in the drawer. If you
3: don't know what <laughs> to
2: get him, you get a Dogwood Custom Knife.
3: Oh, or, Jesus. You know what?
2: If you don't want to go that right route, get one of the Heritage knives. Problem solved.
0: Everybody's <laughs> a hero. Everybody's a hero. So right.
1: either – Either you're buying it for someone else and so you're gonna get them some random crap that you don't even know you know, what what they need because after all what they really need is some more junk they don't
0: need well no, we can, listen we, we can get property. into the whole we can get into the whole conversation of of this this interest level and this I, I wanna I want to say aspect of hobby because there's an aspect of hobby uh, Leads to, to junk gathering because that's 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 a whole other topic. But in yeah, regards that's... to that box, if you enjoy, I mean, and I'll, I'll be the first one to admit that there's an aspect of that that is it is kind yeah. of not gimmicky. That's not the word I'm looking for. Yeah, it is. But it's so, it's it's, so it's, so it's a not it's a novelty. It's a novelty. Yeah. yeah. Did... Let me finish my state. Let me finish my statement. Let me finish. Statement. Okay, quickly. There's an aspect of it that is novelty. <laughs> you are paying for a service to get surprise stuff in the mail, which I like. You know. Uh, I think that I think that yeah, it's 149 bucks with shipping and all the other stuff. So if you're going to go piecemeal all that stuff, you're going to spend more than 149 bucks total. So by by definition, the value of what you're getting per going out there now, the argument of whether you need the stuff, you don't need the stuff. Well, Robbie, I don't even think that's really a valid arg- argument because if if you're in the market to to buy specifically what you need when you need it. You're not gonna you're not gonna be ordering a random randomized box of gear anyway, so it's kind of a moot point. It's for a specific, you know, type yeah, who, of individual. I, I guess
1: the question is, then, who are these people who just want a box of randomized crap?
0: Dude, they're wildly popular. It depends wildly. on the crap. You know? Well, I mean so I, was, so was like, Obama.
1: He was wildly popular. <laughs> <he got> <laughs> that, that don't mean he's good. <laughs>
0: Well, well, I mean, I don't, or think, or I don't think, I don't think good or bad, It I don't think good or bad are necessarily, you know, a, easy to find about this. See, people want a service. People like it. Listen, hey, man, I like getting stuff in the mail. You know, like, I don't know if I'm getting, if I'm going to get my $150 value, but I'll tell you one thing that that's something that, you know, the kids want to go boating or whatever uh, this, this summer. Well, then it's like, all right, well, you know, now I got a little, little uh, some stuff to put a little boating kit. That'll be fun. I'll do a boating kit, throw that in, in the boat we're going in, you know. I'll and be I guess good to go. I
1: guess you and I are coming from two different socioeconomic categories. Hey, dude, I'm not saying
0: that this is a necessity. At, at $150, you
1: know. I better be getting my damn value. I can't risk $150 a month and not know that I'm getting a value. Well,
0: that's a valid point.
1: I mean, $150 a month is a light bill for some people.
0: Yeah. You know, myself included. I agree.
1: Yeah, that's 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 a good dent in next week's groceries.
0: <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Well, Dan, you.
1: you have more money than brains. What do you think of this thing?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> oh, he is. Sorry. you are you are no, salty, man. I was quiet and
2: still, no one. Oh, so
0: him. salty today. Oh I'm my so sorry, man. I had to
2: do it. it. It
1: it was so good, and I couldn't waste it.
0: Oh man, seriously, you...
1: Dan, what's your thought on the battle box? Uh, I'm glad I checked the link because
2: the first link I had was to battle box UK mm-hmm. and I was about to just rip Adam about getting his belt bear grills battle box. No, it's B A T T
0: L B O X.com. Yeah.
2: No, I, I realize now, um, you know, there are the, all right. For example, Beth is, um, gotten this new service where, um, she answers a series of questions um, and then sets how often she wants shipments. And stylists that work for this company will ship clothing that fits into the criteria she's given.
0: Yeah, I've seen things. Like uh, within that, her well. price
2: point. And she keeps what she likes, she sends back what she doesn't, and almost like a, a Netflix concept. As they build more information about her, they get more specific.
1: Well, I meant, and but... She- for clarity, she, she sends back what she doesn't like.
0: Yeah, so yeah, the, but this this is a much more expensive endeavor, though. Yeah,
2: well, and it's well, and you can set price the items points on this. Much more
1: expensive.
0: Um, um
2: it depends. Okay. Have you ever bought women's clothing, man?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, I, I know my wife has to wear, you know, much nicer clothes at work than she does uh, at than home. Either and, of us do. Right, and so. You know, I, I know that that itself is an expensive endeavor if you go out and buy a single item off the shelf, you know, by yourself. So, okay. I, so, I guess I'm not seeing the apples to apples there. but
2: Yeah, well, it's and it's not quite apples to apples, but the, there are people that are working this concept and people like it. Yeah. I don't do it because I'm so particular about, like, this, I get the concept and I get why people are buying it. I would be hesitant because I'm so so particular about my gear. Um I know for a fact anything foot related they're not going to send that they send isn't going to fit. Yeah. You know, I, so I'm hesitant, but I know I have seen this model work very successfully in other industries. So I get why they're doing it and I get that it's popular. I would just be a little hesitant.
0: Let me let me like, from from my perspective like this is going to sound horrible. You know, I get and, – and, Robbie, I think that you, more than anybody, if you don't want to admit it, that's fine, but you definitely get tunnel vision on gear because of your experience. You know what I mean? And I think and I, and I think one of the things with me, too, is that with my experience, too, I get tunnel vision where there's certain things where I'm so sure that that isn't even worth my time. I won't give it the time of day. And every once in a while, something will fall in my lap like, eh, you know what, maybe I – you know. Maybe this isn't that bad. Maybe this is going to lead lead me to some other ideas and concepts or whatever. And that's like you know the kind of the like thing. With this one specifically, it was a marine battle box. And dude, how many times have you seen me in the water, Robbie? Oh, I didn't know you could swim. Some. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I, we don't we never do anything. Even when we went out and going to go, you know, canoeing with Joe, it wasn't something that I right. that I was like eager to go do. But yeah, but you know, all in all, wait, that it, was it's, the canoeing. <laughs> anyway, you know, all in all, it's, it's an interesting concept. I, I haven't thought about doing a marine kit or, you know, or if, if I was interested in do so. It's something that I wouldn't touch, and I haven't really thought about it because I don't put myself in that position very often. But that is something that could easily change, especially if, you know, circumstances change with, with what i am got interested in doing. i got a bunch of buddies with boats and stuff. I just haven't had, had an opportunity to go out there and hang out with them, you know, growing up. We did a lot of going to the lake and, and renting boats. I used to love the jet ski and stuff like that. So it's definitely not outside of the possibilities for something for me to do. And I liked I liked the fact that I was like, huh, I haven't thought about this in a while. And being kind of, I don't want to say bored because that, that's kind of a, a bad statement, but you know what I'm talking about. You get burnout out from a certain gear type and whatever. And some service like this, I kind of feel like, oh, you know, this is going to open my horizon, some different idea, different stuff. Is everything top-notch, top-caliber, whatever not, man. These guys are doing a business. They got a bottom line. They're trying to to make a product and a service that is cost-effective for the people out there, that people are going to feel they get a value, but they're still providing a service, and they still want to be paid for their time. I understand that. And, again, I realize it's a novel-type thing. It's not some – you know, it's not something that's going to go out there and, and save everybody a bunch of money, but you're going to feel like you get your value out of stuff, and it's something that you enjoy getting in the mail every every few every month or whatever.
2: Hey Robbie, if the price point was twenty bucks instead of one hundred and fifty bucks, would that change your perspective?
1: Uh yeah, it would because the one one item in the box is worth more than that. Um, you know.
2: So I, I, I just
1: I'm not. I saying... wonder if
2: it's the price point that uh, that shocks no, you so much. It,
1: it's 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 price point versus value. Uh, for that box that Adam got, yeah, they list a Spyderco Salt Plain Edge as a hundred and twenty dollar MSRP.
0: That's Amazon true. Amazon
1: has that un- Spyderco Salt Plain Edge S-
0: sixty bucks, right?
1: For for sixty bucks, yeah. I don't don't try to pull the wool over my eyes. I don't
0: I don't think they're. But see that value. that right there, it's not that, that is what the MSRP for the knife is. You know what I mean?
1: Their floating keychain is a $5 value. No, it's a $5 advertisement for BattleBox. You should be paying me $5 to advertise. Uh, it's a keychain for goodness I, sake.
0: I will,
2: I will give you, know, you t-shirts that. T-shirts are a whole other story. You should be yeah. willing, willing to buy a T-shirt with, I don't know, say like a knife company logo on it. And you should be glad to buy that and wear it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dan, you're like unscrupulous today, man. <laughs> he is. Hey.
2: Hey, Mama started doing the accounting, and I'm a little short, so <laughs> <sighs> uh,
0: I'm gonna leave it alone. <laughs> I, think I could I could go all over the place with that. Um, I don't know. I, it I might get in your face. I know, right? Yeah, true story. <laughs> <laughs> Never ask Dan Eastland to pee on something, folks. <laughs> oh, Look,
2: you told me to piss on it, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, we're gonna we're gonna keep going. They, Thank God we're all like either you know, you know. And I'm gonna leave. It, I'm gonna leave it alone. We're gonna we're gonna go into the next the next thing. But I, I I liked I liked the service. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, it's something that I definitely wouldn't spend thirteen hundred bucks a year in a hundred and fifty dollar monthly service. I don't think that that is a wise economic decision. But if you're if you're a member if you're a member and I, and I you know you pick the twenty dollar one or the fifty dollar one or the hundred and fifty dollar one every once in a while, I think that's cool. I think that reasonably you know if if uh you know get one for mother you know not mother's day get one for father's day or maybe the birthday month if you have a dad out there or, or a boyfriend or a brother or whatever who's into this kind of stuff you know and are they going to use every piece of equipment or is every piece of equipment top-notch top dollar no but i challenge that anybody out there who everything that they bought has been top dollar top-notch pieces of equipment because I know for a fact that I bought some garbage in my life. And I know for a fact that I'm going to continue to buy garbage here and there, regardless of what of, anybody says. Because that's my
2: hesitancy is I've already got a Rubbermaid bin full of crappy outdoor gear that I yeah, bought.
0: Yeah, <laughs> well, Same thing, Dan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I will, and, and this kind of goes into the next conversation that I wanted to have, and I don't know if we're going to have enough time for this because it's going to get all over the place, is that I, I do feel that there is a, you know, when is enough enough, you know, all right. you know, like how people overeat, you know what I mean? Like there's, there's like something in their brain that's not working that tells them I'm full stop eating, you know? And it's just people either eat too fast or, you know, they're, they're in a stressful, excited state. And so their body's saying, oh, eat it. You're stressed out and you must be running from saber two tigers. Eat as much as you can. Don't know when the next meal is going to happen. Right. And I feel like there's a part of our brain in the, in the outdoor adventuring, prepping, survival, whatever bushcraft, whatever genre you into, that is making us over-consume as well. And part of it might be marketing. Part of it might be, you know, the notion of it's never enough. You always have to have more. Part of it is very successful marketing by the industry. You know, I mean, here we are going to Blade Show. And, I mean, who the hell needs to go to Blade Show every year and buy a knife every year? Besides Everyone. Dan... Besides Dan <laughs> Eastland's customers, but I'll be, i am being legitimate. It's, you know,
3: I, yeah, you know no. I've said this
0: before it's, you know, I, I'm getting to the part where I'm kind of, you know, giving some stuff away that I'm not using Not that it's not good quality gear, but I've kind of refined what I like and what I don't like, you know, Robbie, you've, I, you know, I'm going to put you out there. You've kind of been a pioneer on the subject matter for me, because this is something you've been talking about for over, probably over two years now of, you know, trying to thin out the herd of the junk that we don't need um and oh, i guess it, i guess this is kind of contradictory coming right off of the statement i said about battle boxes battle, battle box is kind of the you know it is a prolific example of of what i'm talking about <laughs> but it it does it does raise concerns with me sometimes it's like yeah well when is enough enough and when do we need to to lay off a little bit of what we got going on enough um, is enough when i have more than everyone else <laughs> <laughs> I mean that is that is the the whole problem with mammals, right? We'll just keep on consuming and consuming, you know, because somewhere in our in our, you know, reptile brain, uh you know, that's that's Wait, wired in ants. there. Well yeah, but we all have a reptile brain, you know. You know, that bottom lower brain, the reptile brain. You've never heard oh, that the statement? Hind brain? Yeah, you never heard that statement before? Yeah. Or, yeah. In reference to that. Yeah, so, I just felt like busting your stones some more. Oh, I thought you had a legitimate you know question about not understanding something, so I was going to help you out, but never mind
2: <laughs> <laughs> Those big words were confusing me,
0: yeah, I know hey, so Robbie, what do you, what do you think about that that subject matter? Did we lose Robbie? he's got
2: the mute button on. I think you heard his feeling, and uh, he's left the conversation.
0: I don't think I, I thought that was I thought I was uh you know pointing out how he was right about something. Uh that's what it was. When you said he was right, it shocked him so badly. <laughs> Maybe. I try not to shock people, but it does happen time to time. Oh, we did lose Robbie. It was one of those. Uh, it was it sounded like. Um, te- uh, technical difficulties here, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you know, every so often you got to break out the shocker. Well, the shocker. <laughs> wow, Dan, you've been really bad this episode. We might have to. I might have to do some editing. Hey,
2: you know. It, that's what happens when we go a, a couple of episodes, a couple of weeks without me having an episode. The stuff starts to build up. The editor can't handle the flow. Yeah, spews out.
0: Yeah, well, Robbie's Good power. Robbie's power just went out in uh, the third world country of North Carolina, uh, or I'm sorry, the third world country of Bun, North Carolina. Got to be specific. I can't put the whole state into that. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see if uh, when his router resets, if he can get on. But you know, let's let's continue that topic, Dan. Uh, let me get your perspective of it. Oh, well, now that
2: Robbie's not on to yell at me, oh, I think it's
0: freaking fabulous.
2: Best idea I've ever heard.
0: Oh, you talking about the battle box? Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh,
2: actually, I get especially for presents, and if you got 150 bucks to just that you don't need,
3: mm-hmm.
2: I get why people would want to do it. It's it's not the right fit for me, but it, that's just because
0: I'm so particular. I mean, I'm a particular guy too, but and I've said I've I don't know if I've talked about this in this podcast. I, I am not trying to be snobby or anything by any means. Um, but people have a hard time like buying me gifts. Um, and I don't, I don't know why I've got such a, I feel like I've got such a a wide variety of interests. It wouldn't be that hard. Uh, and, but I'm, I'm not really a gift receiver. I'm more of a, I'm more of a gift giver. I don't, you know, I don't like to receive as much like to give. Um, but I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to make a joke like that. That man. is don't not take, what I have heard. Don't take it there. Don't take it there. Don't believe anything that Robbie says. Um, but with, with that said, you know, th- this is something that would be really cool. You know, that yeah. I, would be like, I would be really like, oh, that's awesome. And, and it's just that it's that, you know, Jack box, you know, experience yeah. that we had when we were kids where you didn't yeah, know what a, the prize was going to be. It's you know,
2: a once a month thing I would struggle with, but uh I don't know what to get my adult son. Mm-hmm. You know, great idea. Yeah. When the boys get a little older, they would go absolutely nuts if if that showed up.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean I think it's it's a service. You know, yeah. I mean you're paying for a service if you like the service and everybody wins. So that's you that's don't what need happens. to
2: be service sometimes.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's Robbie call me back. Hold on, I'm gonna put him on speaker. All right. All right. Hey Robbie, you're on speaker, we still got you in the podcast. Okay. Yeah, of course.
4: Being in the wonderful area, I did. We just lost power.
0: I I talked about your third third world country internet service at in Bun, North Carolina. So I just put that out there.
3: Oh it's not even the internet service; it's
4: the uh, the actual power.
0: Period. Is it? Is it still down? Is the power still down? Oh yeah,
3: no power at the
0: moment. Okay. Well, Robbie is powerless. I'm gonna I'm gonna call you through Skype on your phone here in a hot second. So you right. so, so at least you, you can you can listen to Dan. And so. everybody should
2: see how easily we're dealing with this because everybody right. should see how easily we're dealing with this because really this is this happens three,
0: four times a podcast. And this, no, doesn't I, count,
2: this doesn't even count as technical difficulty.
0: This is yeah, this hasn't happened. We haven't. Robbie hasn't lost power on the podcast for at least a month. Well, it's usually me throwing <laughs> something at the wall. Or, <laughs> <laughs> now, Dan. No, well, it, well, I didn't know we were talking about Dan temper tantrums. That's a whole. That's a horse of a different color.
2: Well, those are almost always triggered by technical difficulty.
0: It's funny, right now, like like uh, Ace can hear the, the silliness in my voice, and he he yep. turned the quarter with his ears all opened up and cocked <laughs> to the side, like, "What you what you talking about? Are you talking about me?" You said play? Yeah, go. Oh, yeah,
2: uh, man, I messed up now.
0: Go. Yeah, he Daddy's in a good mood. Yeah. <laughs> you know, speaking of dogs, so Ivy is the most dominant, aggressive little little beast out there, and I love her to death. She's just a sweetheart. I mean, she, she really uh, straddles the, I'm a cuddly puppy, and she'll just lay there calmly with you at night, you know, curled up in a little ball next to you on the couch while you're watching TV, and, and uh, at the same time, if you want to go out and run. She'll go out and run with you and whatnot. She doesn't have, she doesn't have the distance endurance yet, Robbie. I don't. It's probably that's probably my fault, but she's just so dominant, you know. Like she just, she goes after Ace and she just does some stealthy ninja moves. She'll run at him full speed, slide underneath of him while biting his legs, you know, just like just some some jetly some jetly maneuvers. And he just can't get a he can't get a beat on her at all, right? And I've and I've wondered here recently, Robbie. I don't know if he's just getting old and he's a He's a cuddly old man in his old age, but he has been so goofy. Let me crawl on your lap. Let me, you know, roll on my back all over you and just, you know, snuggle. Whatever. Is that omega behavior? As she dominated to the point, he's like, "All right, I'm at the bottom of the list now. I better start acting goofy and 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 easing all the tensions of the room." Or if is it just, doesn't or, work? I better go with cute. Exactly. Or is he just getting old and wants to be loved on?
4: i I would say there's probably other factors there that you're not given consideration to,
0: maybe maybe well um, i
4: I can tell you i can I know how long it's been since you and I did bite work with him. yeah,
0: that's true
4: um i I know that your lifestyle since you move, moved mm-hmm. with the girls having friends over and the neighbor kids and and all that all that kind of thing has changed a lot mm-hmm. Um, I know that because of your now living as far as you do from work and a, a lot of the things that's going on there uh, you don't have as much time to yourself to go out yeah and ace used to go out with you a lot yeah when you were going out which means if you don't have time for you you don't have the same amount of time for him to do that kind of stuff so what I'm saying is the whole dynamic of life has changed for him yeah. And so, I, I would say that's probably, you know, all canids are very adaptive. You know, that's why they are probably the most domesticated animal that humans have contact with.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: You know, uh, you don't, you, you just don't bring goats. Most people don't have goats inside the house. Are they domesticated animals? Sure, they're livestock, you know, but you don't have goats in your house. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so commonplace for dogs to live in our homes with us yeah. because they're the most domesticated, because they're also one of the most adaptable. Yeah. And so I, I think that adaptability you know, shows true sometimes when even when we're not trying to make them adapt. But when we have lifestyle changes and, and all that kind of stuff, they're going to adapt to whatever the new situation is. And I, I think you may have some of that going on with Ace.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely been a, cu- a cuddly guy. Go get out of here. No, I just want him to go away. I was giving him love while you are talking to him. <laughs> and and frankly, there
4: was always that side of him that was there. It's not, he's, not like
0: he's always been a lovey. Like he's always a, been a lovey dog. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. i I'm, I'm talking about recently. I mean, it's like I'm on the couch and he can't help but to. To crawl up you know, come over, plop his head on my, my my lap. I start to rub, you know, hey buddy, give him some love. And then before I know it, he has crawled up into a ninety five pound ball in my lap, all goofy and dumb, tucking his, his head under my neck. You know what I mean? And just you know right. laying there wanting to get I mean it like Pam looks at him and he's like, This is this is ridiculous. Look what what is wrong with him?
4: But, but <laughs> at like... the same time at the same time, when we've been out in the woods and it's just been me and you Yeah, and uh, you know when the only people out there with us was people he knows as as family. Mm -hmm. I've had that same ninety five pound dog climb up in my lap in a camp chair. Yeah, think he was going to be a lap dog. That is true. You know, with only the people that was there being there, we had a different feel of that camp. Without Mm -hmm. strangers there, he was allowed to be a goofy, just lovey dovey. You know, sweet boy, and and that's how he's always been when the environment was suitable for that. So yeah. maybe it's just your environment is more suitable for that more often.
0: That's a good point. It's a very good point. So – but he's he's doing well, and Ivy is – she's a she's a beast, but she's awesome, I have I to say. That's one other possibility y'all haven't considered.
2: What's that? That by bringing a, a female into the environment – that Ace has done what every other male does around a female
0: (laughs) (laughs) and just started acting goofy. Just rolled over and and taking it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. She's due for another heat here soon too. So I have to deal with that nightmare.
4: Are you saying Dan, it's easier for him to act ignorant than it is
2: to put up with the dropping? Uh, I am not saying that. Um, (laughs) Part of the reason I may or may not be saying that is that Beth does occasionally listen to these
0: podcasts. Oh Dan. Dan Dan Dan. That's okay. So all right, moving on. We don't have that much time left in the show today. Um had a good some good conversations. Let's get on the questions, Robbie. Do you have those? Or you don't have oh, those yeah. in front of you, do you? I, I,
4: I don't have a, c I don't have lights in the house right now, Adam, much less you know, a, a computer I, I, you know, within a complain,
0: complain, complain. That's all I hear. All right. Robert, Dan and Adam. First off I wanted to say I love the show, the interactions on the website and thanks for bringing this community together. I would like to hear your opinions on the different type of knife grinds and, in general, which grind is the best for which scenario or task. Not being a knife expert and wanting to pick the correct grind for general camping work, it is daunting to fully understand the function difference between, say, a saber grind versus a scanty grind and so on. I was curious to hear your thoughts as you preferred grinds and why. Mike B. Oh, man, what a loaded question. Yeah. Um, well, phew. first of all... I... First off, um, since he's not a knife expert, well, let's have the knife. Let listen. Let's have the let's have the let's have the knife maker talk first before the knife experts. Go ahead, Dan. Oh well. <laughs> oh, that was another good one.
2: <laughs> wow. Oh uh, man. Uh,
4: Dang it, It's vicious today. <laughs> yeah,
3: no
0: kidding, man. Apparently, the check hadn't cleared yet. <laughs> <laughs> go Go ahead, Dan. Actually, I do want to hear from you from your your perspective. Uh the best thing that I like about this question is that he
2: asks what is the best grind for different uses. Mm-hmm. And he is not asking what's the best grind? Yeah. There's no one best grind. I agree. Um in answer to a general a general camp use, that's still a little bit of a vague question. Mm-hmm. Um Cause part of it is what you've grown up with. Part of it is where your camp is. I like a fairly high flat grind with a secondary bevel, but that's just, that's the camp chores I do. That's the way I do. That's the way I grew up. Um, for chopping or cutting proteins, I love a convex grind. Uh, for woodworking, I love a Scandi grind, especially for fine woodworking. Um, but that, like you said, that's just such a loaded question. Yeah, and I'm really cautious of going on the record where uh, where all six of our listeners can hear me.
0: <laughs> oh well, what's if see this is it is a hard question because yeah. yeah, my next thing is like, well, if you only had one grind, what would it be, Dan? Yeah, the uh,
2: two. I guess the question would be, what do I carry? Mm-hmm. And that typically is depending on the thickness of the spine. Mm-hmm. a that's the problem like a, the height of a saber grind um, the angle will change depending on how much belly there is in the blade. The efficiency is gonna change by v- how wide the spine of the blade is
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, so you know if you've got a a one eight inch blade, I like a a significant almost a full height grind depending on the belly mm-hmm. uh but just my general purpose, you know I like about a three thirty seconds inch spine. And from that, I usually go with a about a, with a saber grind with a secondary bevel uh, and I oscillate back and forth between a flat grind and a convex grind. Okay uh, So on like a huntsman, it's a, I actually have a fairly low grind on a huntsman usually, but that blade is so narrow that even though the grind is low the the efficiency the angle is really high. Um, whereas on something like a a Hawkins there's so much belly in that knife. I go with a uh, with a much higher grind.
0: Okay, Robbie, what
4: about you? Um, well, pretty much mirrored to Dan as far as the knife grinds and, and their overall general uh, utility uh, in, individually. As far as camp knife goes, uh, you know, I, I find the term camp knife is a compromised word, and therefore you need a compromised knife. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, for a camp knife, it, it really depends on the thickness of the knife and the width. And and since Dan's here, and all I can use examples of his knives uh, to to explain my statement. Uh, for for instance, his uh, Hawkin Hawkin uh, on, on that particular blade, I'm either going to want a three thirty seconds or one uh, or the new long hunter he's got coming out, either 3 seconds or 1 8th. For me, that's about the perfect camp knife. Um, And if if I'm going with the 1 8th, I want a full flat grind because I want to take advantage of the fact that my knife grind is a little thicker, my knife steel is a little thicker, so I want to take up all the distance from the edge to the spine to get all the way down to you know zero um, or or as close to it as my knife edge is, I want to take up the full width of that blade in that grind. If my grind is oh, if my thickness of the steel is only three thirty seconds, I will change over to uh I I I don't know if you call it a saber or if you call it a three quarter flat or whatever. Dan, help me out here, but
0: Dan, I, think, I think both Dan names saber
4: are appropriate Dan's saber grind is a little higher uh I don't, than than some other manufacturers because he's you know you've heard him speak he's really into that whole uh, geometry thing that math crap but uh but because of that i'll go with like a a saber on his 330 seconds knife because the blade is thinner i don't have to have as much distance to get down to a, a zero and still have a, a you know good edge geometry there so saber if i'm going with 330 seconds it gives me more meat uh, on that spine and, and durability there and if i've stepped up to one eighth i like a full flat on his stuff
0: okay hmm.
4: um and as far as that the, the the uh, if I, I will say, if I'm going full flat, I like a little secondary bevel just because it's easier to sharpen. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, if not full flat with a secondary bevel, a uh, a, a full I don't know what you call a damn again, you may have to help me out here. Either uh, a full height convex, I guess is what it is, yeah, is okay with no secondary. Uh, I'll take a full. Full height convex with no secondary. But again, like I said, going with that one eighth or three thirty seconds, we're thin enough that even with a with a convex, if it's done right,
3: mm-hmm.
4: um, the, the shoulder is high enough up and the shoulder is also so microscopic that it, it's not going to get in my way with doing woodworking tasks. Yeah, um, and if, and I know that we're talking about. Uh, knives from custom knife makers here. If we're talking about if we're talking about a a production knife from some of your bigger companies, uh, the water gets so murky because I don't think they're taking advantage of of the geometry to do the dry, grinds correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, so in those cases, I just get whatever they come with and then fix them at home.
0: <laughs> um. You know, I am, I am partial to a full flat grind. Uh, Dan's made, you know, Dan's done some amazing full flat grind stuff that I've played with. I do like a convex. Uh, and, you know, I, I think some of my, my probably, if, if we go for hours of use in, in, you know, enjoyable hours of use, I think, you know, a full convex grind has probably been my go-to. I do love I do love a Scandi. I just love the simplicity of it, um, but that that convex is pretty durable. I've had a, I've had a lot of good experiences with that.
4: And you're looking at that over the, the least amount of compromise, doing the most things.
0: Exactly right, the, the, the biggest return on investment. The biggest okay. return on investment with the least up you know upkeep needed. Um, whole high combat feet yeah i i you know i it's it's like one of those things it's like i know a razor blade will, will cut better you know what i mean and, and but they're just they're you know there's stuff that goes along that where i'm like crap like you know and uh i've got a very nice um uh very nice um Sabre, not Sabre grind, correction, Scandi grind blade that I've been using. And I, the other day I accidentally dropped it and I, you know, I messed up the uh, edge a little bit. Um, and I go back to, this is funny. I was at my sister-in-law's wedding and it was in October and they, they bought, they bought, they rented this nice, like, you know, log cabin type of thing for their reception. And there's all these little, um, little outdoor seating areas and giant fire pits is out in the woods. It was really cool. Really nice. I mean, it was, it was awesome, but like they didn't have anybody there to make a fire. So here I am in my, you know, very nice suit making a fire. And I, of course I had my knife and everything in the vehicle. So I'm out there with my Iden, cause it was the only knife I had with me and it's dark and I'm splitting a bunch of wood in, in a suit and I'm trying to be careful. Yada, yada, yada. And I'm, I'm, I set my knife on a table next to me cause I didn't have a sheath to put it back in. Cause I was in my suit and some drunken, you know, asshat comes by and hits a table, knocks a knife off the table, and it hits the ground. You know, and it's like a stone patio type ground, not a, not a, not a dent. I mean, good to go. You know
4: what I mean? Well, and uh, you know that that goes right to what I said earlier about with when I get a knife from Dan, I really don't even care whether it's full flat with a secondary,
3: yeah. or if it's
4: full height, or if it's full convex. But I also know that Dan's going to do the convex correctly. Yes. you know so if you if you're getting a knife from somebody who doesn't know how to, to dial that convex in correctly, mm-hmm. I feel like it becomes a chore to work with in some aspects mm-hmm. but if you if you're dealing with somebody who does it right mm-hmm. you know, and, and can hit that sweet perfect compromise point then you know at least from my taste, yeah, I can go with that full height combat like that, and be just as happy as I would have been with the full height flat with a
0: small secondary. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I agree with that. I agree with that. So I don't know. I mean, it's it's a good question. Again, it's always going to come down to where you're at and how you how you choose to use your blades. Uh, you know, what activity you're trying to do with your blades. You know, for for a general purpose camp knife, for somebody who's out there, I, I would say, you know. A good saber grind will do you well. You know, it's it's a it's a robust enough, you know, grind. Um, you know, depending on the steel that you use, it's it'll 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 last in there. I mean, the one thing about convex is it is it, it's even though you don't have to upkeep it as much, the upkeep is a little bit more challenging. Um, but if you go to a Scandi where the upkeep is very simple, but you also run the risk of you know rolling the edge or or dinging up the blade because it's a more it is a more vulnerable edge. You know what I mean? than if you have something like a saber grind or even a full flat grind with a secondary bevel, so. do you guys agree with that?
2: Yeah, and I definitely agree. I like the durability of the the convex. Yeah. Um, and I've started finding, depending on, especially with that little micro bevel, that uh, the micro bevel on a flat
0: grind really helps your dur- durability. There's a old there's like a old Taoist um, story about this this monk who used to chop up ox or not probably was among a farmer. It doesn't matter.
3: Anyway, blades
0: you can't see. No, 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 no. He he never sharpened it. He never needed to sharpen it. And the reason being he was so focused that his knife always cut right between, you know, the tendons and never touched bone. And, you know, he was so precise and everything, but basically it was a story about experience that, you know, those with experience and have established those sets, It's just easier for them to, to get the job done than those who are starting out so you know as you gain experience you can use more refined tools without the worry of damaging them but when you're starting out you you do have to be careful because it is very easy uh for for you to damage that equipment and you know that's an outstanding point yeah so it's just i I, I think dan would also like
4: to point out that no matter which grind
2: you go with you should have the t-shirt for (laughs)
0: And, you, and possibly a water bottle. You guys are you guys are relentless today, relentless. Oh, uh, wait till the marketing. water bottles.
2: They're pretty cool. Are, are this they? Year.
0: Yeah. Well, I'll see them before Dan before Robbie.
2: So. <laughs> I've already
0: oh, yeah. seen a picture. No, but way. see, I get to hold it in my hand. You know, seeing something ain't mean nothing. You get to hold it in my hand. Like, mm, <laughs> the the weight, to this. Mm, that feels good, man. Look at that, Adam Francis. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I got a phone
4: call the other day from a sheep maker Mm -hmm. wanting to know how I wanted my custom sheep made because my friend Dan Eastland uh, told him to call me and get specifics as to how I would like it embroidered or embrossed or whatever you call that one. Hey, hey,
0: hey, Matt called me too. All right. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) What's going to be really
2: funny is uh, I'm – Really behind on knives, so you two may have some really nice empty sheets. <laughs> hey, hey, hey Dan, hey Dan,
4: yeah, I still have I still have the prototype for the one that my
0: sheet's supposed to fit. <laughs> oh man! Anyway, well, yeah, I think Robbie, that's
2: Robbie's learned to not commit until he gets the knife in his hand. I know. Oh, he, yeah. he's he's a smart
4: I man. The prototype for everything until Dan sends me a finished one. <laughs>
0: That's how it is. We uh, had some we had some other good we had some other good topics that Dan brought up, um, but I, I actually Dan I, I kind of want to save these to the, for the next episode.
2: Right. I want to talk about that X spot
4: next time the the silicone cookware he he
2: had linked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't sure if Robbie had talked about that yet or not, but uh... I bought I bought the mug out of that set, Dan, and and actually really
4: as much as I wanted to hate plastic stuff or or rubber silicone silicone for for camping and outdoor stuff i've been so impressed with that mug that when you posted that link you know for us
2: to look at for the cookware i'm gonna have to say i'll be open minded to it well i'm definitely going to get one to try it out and we'll wow you just it.
0: made you just made robbie open-minded i know you need, yeah. I, mean, you need to, I think you need to marinate on that success for a little bit there dan yes don't push it <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I didn't want to spooky, madam. I don't think he realized what he had done. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's true. See, now he's closed off again.
0: Yeah,
2: it happens.
3: We're gonna
0: All have right. to give
2: him some more Mountain Dew. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, oh, too funny. All right, guys. Well, we're gonna we're gonna end it there. Hey, everybody, thanks for uh, tuning in. Really appreciate it. And if you guys get a chance, uh, check out the website at equippedindoor.com. Um, I will say, uh, stay tuned. We're gonna try to get that one uh, one video thing. Um, fixed but it's funny most most guys on the website watch the videos on the forum pages anyway to talk about them they don't go to the video pages so the impact is probably not even perceived uh, but guys make sure you uh, you know check it out join today very inexpensive uh, a couple couple of, uh, of uh, cents a month or a couple of bucks a year we try to make it really economic for you guys and uh, get the most bang for your bucks some really good series from Madison and uh, James Montana just so you guys know James has been upgraded with a new camera and mic system. So I'm very excited to see some of his jungle adventures that he's going to be bringing to us. You know, Robbie, James is talking about moving back to the States here pretty soon. I, you know what, man? I would I would like to take a trip to Asia in my lifetime. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah. if I'm going to go out there, I would like to go out there with somebody I, I know and trust and who has a little bit of experience. We might have to call oh. up James before he, he rolls out and get your passport ready. That's all I'm going to say. So. Yeah.
4: If he moves back, is he going to move back to New York? He is going
0: to be back to New York, yeah. So he's not going to be moving to the U.S. He's going to be moving to New York. I didn't say that, but I don't know. I don't know if and when that's going to happen. I know he's still thinking about it. So we'll we'll see. We'll see how that all shakes out. Um, you know. I can't wait to see him do jungle videos in the Bronx. Yeah, yeah. Con- concrete jungle series. That's what we're going to call it. Uh, Dan, are you you uh, you got some news too? About some uh, adventures you're probably going to go on here soon enough, right? You're going back down to uh, the Amazon. I am.
2: I'm. Uh, I got uh, right after blade. I got a uh, bear hunting trip in Canada, mm-hmm. and then uh, I'm going back down with Joe Flowers with the uh, uh, bushcraft global trip.
0: Nice, nice.
4: Hey, <sighs> yeah, whoever did answer the phone. Oh know uh, man. that's
0: me. I had to. You're wildly wildly popular today, Dan. What's going on?
2: I am. Well, apparently, some
0: other checks haven't cleared. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's all catching up with you. It's only a matter of time. All right, guys. Well, hey, tune in next time. Um, Also, guys, make sure you uh, check out, you know, subscribe to us on YouTube, like us on Facebook, and uh, we'll be back next time. Same, uh, next week, same bad time, same bad channel. Man, I'm I'm messing up. My coffee has run short, and uh, I need to go upstairs and eat some food. So yeah, Pam got on me yesterday, Robbie. she's she's kind of mad. I think she's gonna call you up and ask you to come up here for intervention cause I need to be reset. So dude, I am,
4: I am not the one to reset you right now. With my wife working out of town and er- and everything going on in my life, I actually woke up today with the plan to eat chili cheese dogs for breakfast. Well
0: that, it, it, I yesterday am not the I, I won' be
4: resetting anyone.
0: I woke up. we had a couple meetings and I had a cup of coffee. And then before I know it, it's eight o'clock, and she's bringing me down. I'm working. I mean, it's eight o'clock at night, and she's like, "Have you eaten anything today?" And I'm like, "I'm like, no, I haven't." <laughs> she was pretty furious at me.
4: <laughs> well, before we, before we got on on online, Adam, uh, Dan was uh, talking offline about going ahead and and making some plans for for our next camp out. Just just a just the crew to get together and uh, get some downtime.
0: Now I know Glenn. <laughs> I know Glenn's got something planned up here at the end of the month. Um, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna make that one. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to make it, but I don't know if I can because uh, no. I got cause of my work schedule. I got to
2: get some dirt time so bad. Um, I, I'm. It's starting to physically affect me.
0: Well, I read this thing the other day about spending one night out in the woods with no electronics. Uh, you know, you're not checking any screens or anything like that will reset your circadian rhythms, um, which I have a problem with because I work nights. I I suffer a little bit from uh, what is what is that uh shift work syndrome or whatever, Robbie, I think it's a technical yeah. term. Um, yeah. So it, it is bad. So guys, you know, sleep is really important. I mean, you, you get to, you get to be like me, uh, you know, you're getting three or four hours of sleep at max, you, your body will adapt, but it is not healthy,
3: <laughs>
0: not healthy at all. So uh, we're going to leave it there guys. We'll be back. And uh, thanks guys for tuning in. If you have any questions, emails at podcast at Hey, Mike B, thank you for your question. Hopefully we, uh, we answered that to your, your satisfaction and we'll talk to you guys here real soon. You guys take care, be safe out there and remember, if you're not always prepared, you're never prepared. Later. Say good night, Robbie. Good night, Robbie.